we hope the stove is pretty hot, having some awards to put on your mantle, and why banging in the dugout is just straight up wrong. This is the 108 Stitches Podcast. No, honestly, that was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought about that in class today, and I'm like, that's what I'm doing. That's how I wanted to end it. The banging in the dugout. Facts. Because that's just wrong. I mean, for many reasons, it's pretty wrong. Yeah, a few of them that we'll talk about. Facts. <laughs> hey. We're back for another podcast. It's been a while it's because a while. our awards episodes that we've tried for two times now are cursed, I guess. Technical problems. If you guys heard our last episode that we posted. We had to take it down. We had to take it down, but I think on Apple it takes like 10 or 15 years to actually make changes on Apple. So <laughs> if it's still up there, I'm sorry because there was like a metronome in the background. Like tap, tap, tap. Tick tock, tick tock. I don't know why. But hey, that's okay because we're doing another episode now. And we have another guest, a first timer, losing his 108 stitches virginity, <laughs> Mr. Peter Hingle. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is going to be one of those episodes. So, yeah. Peter, we've done this with all our guests so far. We don't want to ask you things. Who Who is Peter Hingle? What do you want to tell people? Who is he? Well, I'm Peter Hingle. Um, big baseball fan, but specifically New York Mets. Attaboy. Attaboy. Just gave Will a fist bump. Pancake, of course. Jet. Which one are you? Brand. <laughs> Not Jackson. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those episodes. This is going to be one of those episodes. We're very sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we originally had a Luke Moreland Hockey scheduled, but Peter was choice number two. It's fine. Ouch. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I wasn't going to get the text because I had my date off at the time. Wow. <laughs> so I, I literally figured it out. I was like, I saw Will Brand text. I was like, oh, no. That's important. <laughs> Now, now you know what you mean business. Yeah. I was like, we'll never text me. This should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean business. <laughs> it must be important. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's three main things we're going to talk about today. Free agency. What the awards... We tried to record what our predictions of the awards were going to be twice. <laughs> so we're going to talk about who actually won. Mm-hmm. And I know... like. We can't not talk about what's going on with the Astros right now. So, so yeah. let's get a cracking. Let, let's let's talk free agency because this is the main reason why we wanted to record today. Mm-hmm. But there's other things we have to talk about. But free agency, there's a insane free agent class this offseason. It's pretty good. It's not like the hype of last year's, but there's a lot of quality no. names. Yeah. We're going to talk about the players. We'll pick where they go. We'll pick their contract. Yep. And then, yeah, we'll cover that. So, Let's dive into it. First player on the list, Mr. Garrett Cole. Let's hear it. Easily, easily going to the Angels. Angels? You think the Angels? I mean, as a Yankee fan, I obviously would love having Cole on the team. But as a baseball fan, and uh, and just thinking about it logistically here, it would not really be the smartest idea to take on that contract as the New York Yankees. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. If no. you if you want to lock up Aaron Judge, that's, right. if you lock sign Garrett Cole, Judge. you're committing more money and then you can kiss the only thing that The only thing that you can think about, which I've seen and like I've read some op-eds from like Barstool cause, or like whatever, but we are losing Jacoby Ellsbury's contract next year. So if we wanted to sign someone big, I mean, that's... 20 to 30 mil that won't have to be paid next year. But still, even then, I think he's going to the Angels. So if the Yankees don't get Garrett Cole, I'm looking there's on the list and there's still some pretty good stars. You think 
For the sure. Yankees, the Yankees pick up one or two guys. I mean. As opposed to it? I've seen Cashman say, for sure they're going to look at Cole. For sure they're going to look at Strasburg. Well, you got to do your due diligence. Yeah, I yes. Think, I think every big market team's got to be yeah. checking in on him. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't think Zach Wheeler is out of question. I think that's actually a pretty good possibility. Um, But I feel like, I mean, Zach Wheeler had a great year, but I want Zach Wheeler to be, to be looked at after all of these guys. Yeah. Like, I want... I want Zach Wheeler to be a backup plan. Well, here's the thing with Garrett Cole. He just came out and said he's not signing till January. Right. Yeah, so he did say that. He did say that, and that's hmm. that's a problem with MLB free agency that I don't like. But I that's not this Same isn't the thing podcast last to do year. It. Yeah, with people wait too long, and it's not even so much because they don't get the contracts. It's out of just they want to wait forever, and that that's one of the biggest flaws with MLB free agency. But I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. But Peter, where's Garrett Cole going? How much is he getting? In your opinion, I don't. Has anyone thought about him? Returning to Houston because I don't see that happening. No, he's it, not. He's, he's not. not. After his comments in Game Seven, which yeah, did you see uh, his comments in Game Seven, Peter? I did see that. And he was wearing this uh, the Scott Boris hat. Yeah, he's not going in the ashes. Yeah, that wasn't good of him. That wasn't a good uh, way to end his what, time. What is he like? Twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, I think he's in. Especially with Houston and everything we're about to talk about this episode, he's yeah. not going to Houston. Definitely, I think. Definitely north of 200 mil. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say, say so. I'd say so. Definitely. I think 250 plus or minus. Ooh. Fool. I see that's minus. T- I, I got to say minus. I'm saying minus on that. I can't. You can't. I don't think you could justify that much money for. No. It's it's tough. It's tough. Because in Peter, where do you think? Where? Yeah. Where? How much? Like ballpark. You said around 200 mil. I'm giving like 215, 220, maybe even okay. like 225. Six years. So, all right. I think that's that's smart. a good contract. He's like yeah. twenty eight, twenty nine. That way you're not getting him in like the end of his thirties. Yeah, where he's just going to be garbage. Have that backloaded contract. Yeah. Yeah. Where? I like the coast. I think maybe the Braves. They because the I hope it's not the I, Braves. I heard it got because again, the Braves just have such a talented young lineup mm-hmm. with years of control left over. What do they have starting? Ian Anderson. Coming up, yeah. And they do have a Soroka, but like, mm. Peter, Coles, do you know who Ian Anderson is? Isn't he like their top pitching prospect? Yeah. We have both played against him. I really? Played. I haven't played. I've watched him. I've played against so, him. So, quick side note on this. Ian Anderson, he pitched for Shenandoah, which is a high school in Albany. Mm-hmm. Friday night games, they, would play, they were a really big school. So, they'd have Friday night games at the local college field under the lights. And right before the draft happened in 2016, me and a couple of my buddies went up to one of the games, and he was pitching behind home plate, just eight, nine rows of scouts, just like <laughs> roped off. They got the guns, they got clipboards. Like Ian Anderson is a insane. righty, but he throws like he's sick. He was taking really third overall 90s. in the draft. Yeah, third, third overall, overall, first pitcher taken in 2016. Third overall wow. in the draft. He was really good. He had a full ride to Vandy, and he. Chose to sign. A great baseball school. Yeah. They pump out guys. Dude, he had a full ride. What does that say about him? And he he pitched with an ERA below three in Double A last year. Wow. So, so he's gonna be good. But anyway, do you think he's? Or is he like? Is he an option for twenty twenty? Do you think? Yeah. He could come up like oh. end of the year. Well, yeah. actually, with September call ups being changed this year. Yeah, that could be different. That's true. But I think I think he'll make his way up if injuries plague. Yeah. yeah. I but okay. So let's keep said, going. I think I could see. I definitely see Angels, but I think Braves might be a solid choice. I think Braves should definitely look into him. See, I'm thinking Angels, six year option for a seventh, 
probably. Two I think the 20. Angels is a safe bet. Like if you're if you're gonna place a bet on where he's gonna go, that would be a safe. And bet. you don't want to lose money. Is he, he? He's from the West Coast, right? Yeah, he? he wants to go West Coast apparently. Yeah. But when they asked him, I mean, this could just be. Mm-hmm. That's just so so. I East like Coast teams don't write him off. Yeah. But when he was asked about it, he did say, "I never said that," mm-hmm. and that's not. Do you think San Diego gonna, could be a good choice? It could be a good they're choice, but they have a Strasburg. They have oh, a, see, that's their thing. They have a yeah, lot Strasburg. of money tied up into other players. But we'll get into that when we go right, to Strasburg. Let's get into it because there's two players, Rendon and Strasburg, both top free agents. Yes. It's. I, I said this to you yesterday. It just boggles my mind how teams win the World Series and then their top players are gone. Like it just blows my mind. It, it is pretty mm-hmm. true, you know. It happens more often than we think. So yeah, it's just it's crazy. But yeah, so let's talk about Strasburg. I know all the rumors are saying the Padres want him, mm-hmm. which they would give him He's a crap a San ton Diego of money. Kid. Yeah. He went to San Diego State. I mean, yeah. probably has a lot of family out there. I know he yeah. has a That's family. Where he grew up, so. so if they move out there, he'll probably be the sign. Do you think he'll sign until? end of his career with the well, Padres? Strasburg's like... He's like 30, 31. 31, yeah. He's like 31. Right, so do you think his contract will be to the end of his career? I think Stra- Strasburg, I don't think, is getting a giant deal. Do you think he gets more than what he would have had if he'd stayed with the uh, Nationals? So he, his option with the Nationals was four years, 100 mil. I can see... my In my head, I see him going to San Diego, five-year, 130. I could see that. That's my. And does that five year take him to the? Does he retire after those five years? No, he'll be like thirty six. It depends on it. depends on how it goes. I think. If he, I if mean, he think, can think about that. The end of his contract. Let's talk about Stephen Strasburg for a sec. He's hurt a lot. That is true. Mm-hmm. So, five years could be the end of his career if he gets hurt a lot. Mm. Could be. Could. could be. It's a reasonable conclusion. Yeah. Um. Well, do you think this is someone the Yankees should be more interested in, or do you think they could still find better pitch, quality pitching? Well, less unless you're going to trade. I mean, you got to look at these free agents. And, like, I wouldn't even mind getting Ryu because Ryu had a great year last year. I he know he ended. Problems. I know, but I know I know he ended pretty bad last year and he was, like, hurt. But, like. Up until, like, midsummer, he was. Who I don't want is Mad Bum. <laughs> I don't want him. Obviously, the postseason resume lives up to it. He's not the and same pitcher. Honestly, no, he's not. That injury. Um, man, we're just kind of jumping all over here. But uh, yeah, all right. Well, do you guys think it's possible that the Nationals can re-sign him? Do you think they would? Do that I, move? I think he's either going to the Padres or the Nationals will re-up with him. But I feel the same way about Rendon too. They'll get one or the other back. I think. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, I, I, I think Rendon's uh, either going back to Washington, but I've also seen him really linked with the Rangers. Yeah, and I I don't think that both of them will not be. In the no, Nationals. they won't have either of them, or both of them. Uh, I mean. They won't. They won't have both of them, but I don't think they'll have none of them either. Yeah, I think they'll throw out the money for one more. I yeah. think Rendon will probably go for about one seventy. Yep, I think so. How old is he? Rendon, he's got to be 29, 30. It's just, it, yeah. it blows my mind that these two guys are staples to the franchise. Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't know about you guys. I remember when Nash, when Strasburg first came I was up. Just oh my that, god! That that game 
His uh, it was like oh. June fourteenth, twenty ten, something 14 like that. Fourteen strikeouts, baby. Fourteen strikeouts against the Pirates. He lived up to the hype. It was a big deal. And then he got hurt. He he's just staple to the organization. It's crazy that they they have to try to get both of them. They have to try. They'll it's try, be so hard. Yeah. And if they do get both of them, I think that's gonna really put a lot of strain on them financially, though. Yeah. No. Yeah. That is so. true. Right, let's talk about Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. There's Jessica Adam. Um. <laughs> Not coming back to the Mets. No, the the Mets say they're they. I was watching the Mets hot stove, and they were saying how the Mets want are considering a multi year deal, but he just rejected the qualifying offer. I feel like when teams say they send a qualifying offer, they don't they'll. It's like to me, it tells a player, "We'll take you back. We don't necessarily want you back, but we're willing to have you back." You know. Uh, I yes and no. My thing with the QO is that like. More often than not, players are going to turn it down. But like, Jose Abreu took it. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, him and Odorizzi took it. Yeah. But the thing with the QO is like, if you're a player, you can make almost eighteen million dollars in one season, and maybe you've never even seen that much in a mm-hmm. season before. So in that regard, it's like, how can you say no when you can hit an open market and maybe make less per season, but more over time? Yeah. So you could really shit the bed one season. And still get a lot of money out of it if you're money hungry. In and that all regard. of the trade talks around Wheeler last, like in July, for him to go back to the it's just it's like, not it's happening. happening. Yeah, I you know where I could see him ending up. I think you're gonna see the White Sox make a play at him. White Sox. I could, mm. I could see the White Sox four to five years around 100 million. I could also I, if if they if a team pays more than 110 million for Wheeler they are grossly over. Hear me out, hear me out. And tell me if I'm wrong or not, but this is just the vibe that I get from being as big of a Yankee fan as I am. I don't feel like they go all out for their pitchers like we got James Paxton who like who was really good He was a good they, pitcher in Seattle. Yeah. Right. He's but he wasn't I wouldn't say he's top of the line. Yeah, he's not top tier. He's not a top tier. He's, he's not top tier. A top, like, if you were I to mean, put it, like, go back to his time in Seattle and, like, make a list of all the aces at the time, I'd say he was in the top 15. Yeah. But are but, you suggesting, like, they haven't had, like, a top five, I, top 10 pitcher no, in baseball? I mean, in in their history, yes, they have. But in the recent years, like, they had Andy Pettit. I mean, CeCe's top tier. I, yeah, I know got, Andy Pettit's in top tier. but When they got CeCe, he was top tier. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But. I just feel like lately, the narrative of the Yankees pitching, Zach really fits the Hap, the Paxton. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie, I do. I could see that they they, they definitely de- they definitely more invest. Like, do you hear me out on what I'm no, saying? I, Does I, that make I, sense? I hear you. I hear you. Where's Zach Wheeler going? I don't know, but <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he landed with the Yankees. If the Yankees don't want to shell out the money for Cole or Strasburg or any of the higher guys, they're gonna get Zach Wheeler. And call it a day. Yeah, they were. I saw a thing. <laughs> call it a day. They were guess like our people are like guessing like 80, 100 mil for Wheeler. Do we think that's that's high or low? I like I said, anything over like a hundred million might be overpaying for him. Because I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. You and I have a much different perspective on Wheeler because we watched him every five days. Mm-hmm. He at times he was Brilliant. lights out, Brilliant. and then there were times where he'd give up like six home runs a game. I know. It was he he's iffy. very. He's I don't want to say super inconsistent, but he's inconsistent you know, enough to not be a successful pitcher. What I like though is he's bounced back from his Tommy John pretty well. You know he hasn't gotten hurt the last two years. Oh yeah, he's which been, is promising. He's been healthy. He's throwing hard. He's mm-hmm. striking out guys. So, and the, and the rumor was that like when they, the, all these young Mets pitchers coming up, that he was supposed to be the best. 
He was supposed to be the best, and the Mets got Syndergaard, and they were like, he's going to be better than Harvey and Wheeler combined. Who, <laughs> Wheeler? Yeah, oh, Wheeler, Wheeler was supposed to be. Syndergaard was supposed to be like that. Yeah. Wheeler was supposed to be better than Harvey. Syndergaard was supposed to be better than both of them. DeGrom was not supposed to make the DeGrom majors. was supposed to make one start, a spot start over Rafael Montero, and look what happened. <laughs> Rafael Montero was supposed to be filthy, too. I hate, uh, he I was supposed it. to be good, but, but. He's, he, one of my most hated Mets of all time. Rafael Monterrible. You guys see what happens when two Mets fans are in the Bro. same room okay, together? I saw, I'm going to talk to Yankees for this whole podcast. <laughs> I saw don't, Montero. Don't sit there and play that game. Bro, when I went to Cincinnati in 2017, the Mets were playing at Cincinnati. I went with my dad. Montero threw like eight. Went into the I remember that game. I was like, I remember so much fun. But one last thing about Rafael Monterrible. I remember, <laughs> I remember a start where he pitched against the Rangers at home, and he – in the second inning was at like 80 pitches because he pitched, he had like a 40 Christ. pitch first inning and he just didn't help himself. He's really bad. Anyway, you think the Astros should make a run at Wheeler? If they're probably not going to get Cole or do you really think, I mean, I could see them doing that, but also at the same time, do you think this whole Astros thing can really impact the Astros? We're, we're, we'll, we'll, save, we'll get there. We'll save the Astros okay. stuff for a Okay. Yeah, I kind but of wait, there's, there's a lot to talk about in this podcast, and we're at the tip of the iceberg. Okay, let's talk about Josh Donaldson, comeback player of the year for sure. Mm. Is is he, his contract's got to go up? Here's yeah. the thing with Donaldson: he's like 34, 35. He is. Yeah. What kind of contract is he getting? Because he's not going to settle th- on a one. year I think deal. he's going to get a three year. I would say three or four. You think? I would lean more three, maybe an option for a fourth, maybe. What do you think, like 75 mil? 75 mil is reasonable. Yeah. 75 mil is reasonable. Where does he go? Here's the thing. The Dodgers have said they want to re-up at third base, which is weird because they have Justin Turner. Justin Turner, I would take Justin Turner. I, just, I take Justin Turner too, but like, if I could see them unless a big play at Donaldson. Unless Dawson, they Trey go Turner. crazy and ship Turner to the Indians, get Lindor, exactly. and then sign Donaldson. Then what do you do with Corey, Corey Seager? Corey Seager probably – do you think, do you do think they could pair a deal with Turner and Seager – Get Lindor back. That would be Get crazy. Lindor and try to pry a pitcher away too. Me, wait, hold on. Hold I got something. My, so if <laughs> hypothetical trade Dodgers Indians, the Dodgers get Lindor Kluber for Turner Seager and maybe a couple prospects. Yeah, Dodgers keep Whoa. pumping out prospects. Could you they, imagine? That would be a huge like, trade. Change do you thing. think they trade Gavin Lux? I think they might. I, think, I, think, I don't think. I think he's untouchable. Yeah, but I, think I he's wouldn't see too. to see like prospects like two, four, five. And I think like he. What about that? They Verdugo do not player? have the balls to trade him. I could see the Verdugo. 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 Yeah, Verdugo. Verdugo. Yeah. I could see him being involved in that trade. Bro, they seem to just pump out prospects every year. It's yeah, Gavin Lux is untouchable. They're not going to. They're not trading Gavin if they, Lux. If they didn't trade him in July, they're not trading him now. Well, they're not going to trade him in general. Yeah, um, that's a ballsy trade. That, that I could realistically see that happening because the Indians have talked about wanting to move Kluber for a couple seasons now. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. I think, wow, that would be insane. But that's Blockbuster. Cra- but that's crazy but, that, that they Dodgers have Kershaw, Bueller, and Ryu, and they still need like a top-tier well, pitcher. They need a bullpen. I, I, that's always been their problem. Yeah. Like, remember remember they when they were like in so close from getting Felipe Rivero? And then they were arrested? like, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> yep. Did he get arrested? For- <laughs> yes. He's, he's done, done. Like, he's never, adios. He's small. Never coming back to the baseball. Gone forever, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Um, mm. All right. Let's talk about Mad Bum. I, I got a nice idea where he's going to end up. I don't know his contract, but I could see him going to the Brewers. 
Brewers. I think the Brewers are the team. Wasn't he linked to them during the um, All-Star break, like around the trade deadline? I um, feel like that was one of the teams he, that should look into him. Yeah, I think that they were probably one of the teams. I'm surprised he wasn't traded at the deadline, but that was also when the Giants like <laughs> thought had they their, might be in. They had that big resurgence. Like that's when they swept like three or four from the Mets too. I definitely think the Brewers should be looking into like one of these. I don't know if it's going to be like Cole or Strasburg, but I think they should be looking into like a starting a starting they, pitcher. They absolutely should be looking into a starting pitcher, and I think Mad Bum could be that guy. I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to go after a Cole or even a Wheeler. You don't think they'd go for a Wheeler? Just money wise, they're uh, a mid market team at best. You know. Yeah. I'm really worried that the Yankees are going to try to get Mad Bum. <laughs> you really don't want him that bad, like. I mean, I, everyone's argument for getting him is that, oh, yeah, he's killing the playoffs. Mad Bum five years is ago. not Mad Bum. I don't give a shit if you put him in the playoffs, even if they trade, because there was a lot of talks that he was getting traded to the Yankees in July. If that happened, like, sure, the name's there, but he's not going to perform to that level. He hasn't really been that great the last ever since year his dirt bike accident. Dude, that's just <laughs> ridiculous. Ever since that dirt bike accident, I mean, I think Mad Bum's a not an ace anymore, but he's gonna be a nice two or three to have in your rotation. He'll he'll make you around thirty starts. He'll get you probably eleven to fourteen wins and ERA probably around three eight. Like, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. It's that's not crazy. Great. That's what it's come to. That's oh, yeah. just tragic. I mean, it's the end of his career. Every starter. He's not even that old, though. Yeah, That's he's like 30. Thing. I know, but not every starter, but you see it time and time again. Fireballers, mostly, but guys who are dominant, You, it's extremely hard to be dominant your entire career pitching. You have to adjust. Yes. So. Like, look at King Felix. Yeah. Dude, that's tragic. Like, prime example right there. Poor guy. I know. And he's only 30. 33, 33. I know. That's still kind of young. That's, still that's very young. Yeah, he bro. still wants to pitch next year, but, like, dude, I don't know where it's he's It's not going gonna to happen. I was like, it, it'll be a minor league contract at best. I think a minor league contract. It, it'll be a Troy Tulewitzki situation. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. They don't have much invested in him. It's yeah. not going to bite him. Exactly. Bro, I was um, looking at the numbers. Tom Seaver didn't have a crappy season until he was 38. Dude, that, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it extremely. I know it, it doesn't happen. I hope that. I hope something like that happens with Jacob Degrom. Dude, just if never Jacob Degrom can season. age like Max Scherzer or like Randy Johnson, oh my God, he's Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's on a Hall of Fame path. He's only been playing six years, but he's also like well, already 31. We'll get into when we talk about awards. Mm-hmm. Um, Yasmani Grandal, where's he going? He has been linked to the Blue Jays. The yes, Blue Jays have came out and said they have much interest in him. Not going to lie, that would be a great move for them. They do need a catcher. Yeah. Would... Who's their catcher now? Um, Jansen. Danny Jansen. I lost oh, track yeah. after Russell Martin. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, I, if he goes to the Blue Jays, then the Blue Jays have a shot of playing. 500 ball. Yeah. They need pitching. But they do need pitching. They need a lot of pitching. Do they try to get Wheeler? Maybe. I mean, he, they had a lot of interest in Odorizzi, but, but then he took the QO. We're also talking about the team that just traded Marcus Stroman. You know, like if they really wanted pitching, they, I don't think they would have traded him. Who do they get for Stroman? Anthony they, Kay and, and someone Simone else. Woods Richardson. Yeah, I'm not, it's the Anthony Kay that might come back to bite us. I don't think so. Because a lot of scouts after the trade were saying, like, Kay was pitching well in the minors, but, like, he's only projected as, like, a three or four. Really? In the rotation. It's, so it's Richardson's it. the guy that we got to look out for because – he was 18 and he was in single A, but he could turn throws a hundred and he was pitching really well. So the ceiling's there, just a matter of does it happen. Right. Facts. Um, 
So that would be cool if you went to the Blue Jays. Castellanos, after coming off a really hot end of the season. He's going to get, gro- get overpaid. Yeah, for Yo, sure. 100%. He's getting grossly overpaid. Does he go to the White Sox? White Sox do like to overpay. Does he Does he take a trip across town, dude? That's just a slap in the face yeah, I, if I'm a Cubs fan. You know what? I'm going to blend Ozuna in with this a little bit. Either Castellanos Wait or a Ozuna. Wait a minute. They're going to the Marlins. Hear One of the out. two is going to the Hear Marlins. I'm calling it. You think it right. Ozuna goes back? I think the Bold, Marlins will is... grossly overpay one of these two guys. Hear me out. Hear me out. And I think this is very interesting, and I think I'm right when I say this. <laughs> I think I'm right. The fact. <laughs> I think players, if they're maybe possibly thinking about the Yankees or thinking about the White Sox, like, I feel like the Yankees and the White Sox have an advantage to maybe undersell a player, but the fact that they're playing in the field of dreams, do you think that attracts no, players no, no, to be like, no, no. I'm not going to lie. Me personally, if I was a player, I would definitely want to like, but like, do, do you kind of understand I get, I get what you're saying, but that's not enough to, but like, to, they're, I know, I know it's not, not enough, enough, but like, I would think you, about it. If you, I'd be like, oh, that's cool, but I'm still playing 161 games with this team right, in this city. Right, but I think, things. I don't know. Where like, I, it was just a thought that I had. One game doesn't determine a contract, especially when you're right. playing a multi-year contract. Uh, game seven of the World Series would determine a contract. It could. Facts. All right. Um, last two here, and then we got to move on because we spent a lot of time on this. Ryu. Overpaid. I don't or think do you will. think because he had a shitty second half, that'll hurt him? I think he's – this is tough. If he remains – In my head, I'm thinking three to four years, 42 to 46 mil. He was getting so young if he Dude, remained on what he was doing. But I definitely would like the injury history, and then he did have such a terrible – it wasn't even like yeah. bad. This was a terrible second half. Yeah. That doubt – the question: Does it impact how much he makes or where he goes? Where, where's the, where do we see uh, the I'd impact say more, more? Where he goes? Because I think? can see a team like the Rangers wanting him. Okay, so we talked about Azuna. He's going to go to the Marlins. That's your assumption. Either him or Cassie. One of the two are going. to Okay, the Marlins. so I know we're barely going to talk about Azuna, but talking about Dodgers having a terrible second half. Cody Bellinger winning MVP. Save it for the award. I know we're there. It's the transition. It's, oh. We, said, we literally said, oh, we have two more things. We have two more guys to talk Ryu about. Ryu and Ozuna. Or, and then we just, I thought you wanted oh. to talk about Patances. I mean, we can. I was just trying to transition. I thought it was a good transition. It was a good transition. It was a good cr- Thank transition. You. Wow. The co-host doesn't even know what's going on. Damn. Uh, I thought it was a good transition. We can talk about Patances. See, now I don't even want to talk about Patances. the awards. Let's Where are we going? Hold on. Dylan Patances, New York Mets. He's either going to the Mets or the Rays. It's probably going to be the Rays. Mets don't like to pay. One year, six million incentive laid deal. Incentives can boost him up to 10 mil. On a one year deal. I think he's going back to the Yankees. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why the Yankees wouldn't want him. That's all I'm saying. Apparently, the Yankees want everyone. (laughs) That's true. All right. So, let's talk about. Speaking of the Yankees, let's talk about the awards (laughs) that they didn't win any. Oh, I'm so happy someone like, else is here to gang up on you. Yeah, you like that transition? <laughs> this is great. Don't worry. Well, I thought that was a really good transition that he screwed it up. I keep hitting myself in the balls. Okay, so <laughs> um, Cody Ballinger had a really shitty second half and still won MVP. 
horseshit. Yeah. I don't. I don't it's like fucking bullshit, man. Who how came the, in second? How did he win MVP, um, man? Second place. Who came in second? I know Rendon got Rendon twenty. Rendon came third. Yeah. Really? Rendon, Rendon was third. Rendon got twenty nine third place votes. Twenty nine out of thirty people voted him to get Rendon, third place. I wanted Rendon as MVP. He had a great batting average. He led the league in RBIs. He had a great year. Thirty plus home I think runs. If Yelich plays that last thirty games, he get yes. hurt. He's MVP. I think we. Can I do think Yelich. Got gypped of it. There is absolutely no fucking way Cody Bellinger should have won MVP. I don't know. Absolutely no way. Pro- obviously, it probably was because he was just so insane that first half that, like, okay. He, he but, like, I'm not justifying He was it, the first half MVP. I'll say that. Easily. But A so first was, half MVP. When he was first half Cy Young. And- exactly. But look what happened. But I think Yelich, had he finished out the season, should have been MVP. I think Rendon got Rendon. grossly undersold. I, I really liked Rendon. Do you think Rendon could have suffered from like this idea of like he wasn't the most valuable player on his team? You know, because like you have like Juan Soto and guys like him. You think that's like it lessens his value? Do you think he may have suffered from that? Not necessarily, just because like all because he wasn't the big public face. Like the moment the Nationals hit the playoff, Juan Soto took the stage as yeah. like the public figure. Rendon throughout the whole season was just so consistent. And like that, mm-hmm. that alone just really proves it. I think. I like, think he's another guy who finally. All because you're not the big face of the mm-hmm. franchise does not mean you don't deserve an MVP. Listen. Oh boy, here okay. we go. I just pulled up his splits for the first and second half. Bellinger. Belly bombs. Okay. Granted, he played 20 more games in the first half than he did in the second half. Mm-hmm. But this is still very significant. Okay. His batting average in the first half was 336. He batted 263 in the second half. Okay. His slugging went down almost 100 points. Mm. OPS went down almost 100 points. Actually, 200 points. Sorry. Um, home runs cut in half. RBIs almost cut in half. I don't under hits almost cut in half. I don't understand that at all, you know, man. Yeah, I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. So, are you picking? You're picking Yelich. Well, I the two episodes that we recorded, <laughs> I picked Yelich. That never were good. Can you imagine Yelich wins MVP, Trout wins MVP, both MVPs missed like 30 games each. What's that? But they both deserve it. Right, yeah, obviously. Let, like, let's go like, to the American League. Trout. Wait, I'm glad wait, Trout won. Before we go to American League, Pete Alonso number seven, Degrom ten. Yep. All right, two Trout. I like it. it. <laughs> like it. Like We're not there yet, Peter. For MVP. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you heard okay. DeGrom. Yeah, DeGrom came 10th okay. in MVP, bro. Okay. And Alonzo came 7th. Facts. Okay. Um, Mike Trout deserved to win. Yes, Mike 100%. Trout. I'm glad he won. I remember FaceTiming Pancake after I found out that Ballinger won. I was like, well, I don't know if Trout's going to win now. <laughs> I thought I thought Simeon had a great chance once I Cody was, Ballinger won. Here, here's the thing. I know Marcus Simeon, obviously the third place guy, the guy that everyone knew wasn't going to get it. Before the awards were announced last night, I read a really cool like thing about Simeon on why he deserved to win, and it actually kind of makes sense. Like he did play 162 games, he Ironman the season, but also at the same time, when you think about like he was the key cog for the A's, like 100. He was the reason why they got to the postseason. Like he obviously was the team's most valuable player, but also that doesn't mean he's the most valuable player in the league. Mm-hmm. But like he did have a great season, even though the numbers aren't totally there for an MVP. He definitely played like one in that regard. Well, so, here's one of the things that they always argue about every year, and I feel like Trout's kind of broken this up a bit. Mm. 
does a team's performance and should a team's performance impact where you if you win or not? Like, should no, the MVP not. only come from no, winning it teams? Shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Because it should. I mean, look at Mike Trout. Yeah, Angels have three times. Angels have never appeared in the playoffs when he's there. 2014. Right? 2014. Okay, one times. <laughs> One time since he's been there. Last right? year, they lost in the first round. Yeah, they, they, I think they got swept, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so one time that Mike Trout, like, during that time, and he's won MVP or been the runner-up or first through third he's almost every year He's never finished lower than fifth in yeah. his career. I know. That's so ridiculous. What does that say? It shouldn't be based on yeah. how your team does by any means. I just want to point something out about Trout really quick. We're definitely witnessing one of the greatest ball players of our time. Like, yeah, 100%. one of the best baseball players ever. And Mike like Trout will go down fifty years from now. He will be what people see now as like Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, yeah. like Ted Yankees. Williams. You know, <laughs> a Yankee. Uh, Pete Alonso actually said that like he he thinks Mike Trout is the next Mickey Mantle. Really? Yeah. Like I saw they would that say that for a couple of years. Yeah. But um, well, well remember when it was Trout and Harper? They said that that was the next maze man. It was Trout and Harper. Then it was see the, every time we talk about the best players in baseball, it's Trout and Harper. It's Trout and Cabrera. Well, it's someone and Trout, you know. Yeah. And now Trout it's just will Trout. Always be the best. Now it's always Trout. Yeah. But um, the one thing I really want to see from Trout, and I was looking at this earlier, he's starting to get hurt. The last three years, he's only averaged yeah. 130 games. He had 114, then 140, then that's not going to affect. I mean, obviously, it didn't affect his contract that he signed last year, mm-hmm. but it's. It's not going to affect how people look at him at all. No, no way. Just, no I, way. He could hit so many more homers, get so many more hits. If he so played 155 guys. games a season. Oh, my yeah. God. That'd be all right. Um, 60 homer season? Question mark? Honestly, I wouldn't put it past him. No, I wouldn't put it past him either. If he's fully healthy, I wouldn't put it past him. Um, moving along. Cy we'll Young talk, Awards. Yeah, let's talk Cy Young. Um, we'll do NL first. Yeah. Take the baby. I, Was um, there any question? Did you have any doubt? No. I didn't have any doubt, but I feel like obviously Rio out. Mm-hmm. I thought Max Scherzer would have gotten more than. Just I think Max Scherzer, if he has a full season, yeah, he missed time this year. That was his. Yeah, big he got game. hurt. Right, but and he was it, still he still had a great I, year. Degrom deserved it, but I was shocked that he got twenty nine out of thirty first place votes. I didn't think he was going to get that either. Yeah, but I'm, I was shocked. I, I knew he was going to win, mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to be more like. More close, like yeah, more close because there's gonna be more of a. Run. I thought it was gonna be like the Verlander situation. Mm. Oh, I was like, it could go either way. Yeah, but yeah, See, I think Degrom not not either way as in Verlander or Cole, but I thought it would be more split. Yeah, yeah. You know? See, I think once Ryu went down the tubes, I think that's it was Degrom's it. award. Yeah. yeah, that was Degrom's award. So, dude, um, Degrom is nice with it. Also, before we jump into JV, because this is kind of this can transition into JV mm-hmm. pretty. We gotta well. do rookie five. Should then rookie. We can because. Yeah, Astros just had the rookie of the year too. Yes, you can do that after the Cy Young. But so there's a there's a stat. It's like players to win multiple Cy Youngs and a rookie of the year. Three players: Tom Seaver, Jacob Degrom, Justin Verlander. Mm. Yeah. So Only speaking three. about Verlander, I don't think my my prediction when we first recorded our first time we tried to record the prediction podcast, I chose Verlander. Then after watching the playoffs and realizing, I just never really grasp what we were watching with Cole this season and I was like there's no way Cole doesn't win this award and then they gave it to Verlander for me I really think it could have gone either way I I, I wouldn't like be tight either there were way. really strong arguments for both mm-hmm. pitchers yes. I mean Cole got to 300 K's first got he to had 26 from from May until 
the World Series. He was untouchable. Mm-hmm. He was like 19 and 0, 200 something strikeouts to 30 something walks. Yeah. Like. So like that's just that's video game numbers. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. But Justin Verlander, being a little older, he threw a no hitter. Mm-hmm. He Three also top. got to 300 Ks, 20 wins. Right. So like. If Cole wasn't in the picture, it's obviously Verlanders, without a doubt. Like, they each put up. Uh, it's not that I'm surprised that Verlander won, but I thought this award was definitely leaning Cole. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I thought it was leaning Cole, but, like, I'm happy Verlander won. He I, I've said, win. I said this on the, other, on the other two, then I keep saying that, but because we recorded this episode twice, I think it was fair to look at the postseason – because it, it was either going to be Cole or Verlander. Morton wasn't even in question. It was either going to be Cole or Verlander, and they were both in the playoffs on the same team, and they made it to the World Series. I know you can't look – and I, I guess voting happened before the playoffs anyways. It could have happened. But I think it was fair to look at just this year's playoffs to see how they performed. Because you can't – like Trout was in the playoffs. You can't vote him. You can't base your voting on the playoffs for those players. But in this case specifically, I think you could have. But here's the thing, though. A couple games, like a month long in the playoffs, does not determine what you've done right, six months earlier. Right, but that's, if, if, that's if it, the reason. But if, it, if it's coming down to the wire and it's either or and it's that close, I think it's fair to look at the playoffs as a tiebreaker. It's iffy. That's it's iffy got to be in a really specific circumstance like, you know, Verlander Cole being just so close with everything. That's what I'm saying. In this situation, it works. And. Most situations, no. In this situation, it worked. But then you'd have to give the award to Cole then, because oh, 100 percent, Verlander. Right. And I thought Verlander Cole was, was not get that it, good. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. so. I'm sure a lot of writers wish they had their vote back watching the playoffs. Mm. Rookie of the year, Pete Alonzo. Two awards. Was there any quest- question? But here, here's what I gotta ask you this: Fernando Tatis Jr. played, be a stud. but he played under 100 games. Do you think he, if he can play, if he played a full season? I think I asked you this question. Do you think he make, gives Peter run for his money? No. I think I think he gets more support, but I think it's still Alonzo's award. Yeah, fifty-three homers in a rookie season is pretty pretty good. He, he gonna have to. Have he quite played the, overall good baseball. Like, yeah, as a Mets fan, I'd like to see him cut down the strikeouts a little bit. Yeah. But that's just a Mets fan thing. But like, as, as an objective baseball fan, like, he hit fifty-three home runs. He broke a record. He's he's already a true power force. He won the home run derby. Like, I mean, you can look at it this way too. This is not just me being a Yankee fan, but. If you want to compare him to someone, Aaron Judge did the same thing. I think and, you have to. And won Rookie of the Year. Yeah. You can't not give it to Pete Alonso for doing literally the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. He broke Judge's record and he won the Home Run Derby. Yeah. Judge yeah. set the record and won the Home Run Derby. Like, Definitely the one thing I want to see out of Pete. I want to see a higher batting average. I think it's reasonable because I feel like in April, May, he was batting over the hundred, but the pitcher started to figure out yeah. that he is this true power hitter that you don't – that's not yeah. going to do everything. But it would be nice if he could do that. I mean, I watched him hit a home run in each stadium. He's, yeah. he's a beast. Oh, yeah. home run in every stadium. Also, Peter, I don't know what your reaction to the home run derby was, but I know Will caught me via FaceTime, <laughs> kind of not sober. I basically almost <laughs> cried when Pete Alonso won. Yeah, you did cry. I was hyped. I was, I was so, so happy. excited. I was very happy. Um, AL yeah. was Jordan. Yeah, was I mean, there was no It question. was Brandon no Lowe and John Means. John Means. There was an, <laughs> He's another guy. He, I, he, did he play 100 games? Who? Jordan? Did he? He got I called up late. <laughs> he got called up like mid-June. So yeah, I he don't... either was very close or he was 80 to 90, something like that. But and still, he still had like almost 30 homers. Like 30 he hit over 300. 
Great. I think it was no question. He, he's, he's a great hitter. You know, you, you know who he reminds me of? He played in eighty-seven games. Wow. You know who he reminds me of? Reminds me of a Carlos Delgado kind of lefty I could power. See that. He really reminds me of a Carlos mm-hmm. Delgado type. Let's go. Bat at three thirteen. Wow. You know what the crazy thing is? Mm. In like I think it was in nineteen sixty, Willie McCovey unanimously won Rookie of the Year. Mm. Fifty-two games played. How do you even? I don't do like that. that. How do you, I don't like that. What? How do you know? Yo. They uh, this I like what baseball reference does. They did a one sixty two game average. Of I like him. it when they do that. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's neat. It really uh, helps. Fifty home runs, one hundred and forty five RBIs. <laughs> he had seventy eight RBIs in eighty seven games. The dude's a machine. That means and also with how deep that lineup is too. RBI game. <laughs> he's basically averaging an RBI game. That's insane. That's crazy. And the thing too. Like obviously didn't make he played in the AL he DH a lot but like there were still games in season that like interleague play happened and he's not a good defender so there well, were games the games that, that, <coughs> excuse me the games that they put him in Washington in the World Series he hit a home run that game that they played him in the outfield yeah. so like I remember because I had him on my fantasy team that like there were times during the season where the Astros would be in some NL park and they would not play him for a series they'd only let him pinch hit so yeah I but saying, I th- I, I think now. Like, obviously, the Astros, they're going to play most of their games with a DH. Mm-hmm. He's your DH. Yeah. That's, that's who he's going to be. That's all but he's going to be, though. I think he does deserve to start in the outfield yeah. if given it's the It's going to be like when Big Poppy would always DH, but then go to an NL Park. I mean, plus, especially the Astros, mm-hmm. they have Brantley, Springer, and then they have what? Reddick. Their right field is up Reddick. in the air. Reddick. I guess. Reddick. Kyle Tucker. Jake Marisnik. Tucker. Could Kyle be. Tucker, but I'd rather put Jordan in over Kyle Tucker. Yeah, Jordan has got he's you got to get his line his bat into the lineup somehow. And then here's the thing: if Most you're winning, you're winning. Take him out in seventh or eighth inning, put in Mersnick or something. Let's get to the Astros in a in a sec because I have a lot to say about the Astros. <laughs> Let's talk about Coach of the Year in the NL, Mike Schilt. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I shit on the Cardinals all season, but like you did, you really and he did. He does deserve to win it after mm-hmm. everything that happened. Yeah, I mean, never played a professional game in his life. That's bold. Not bold. gonna lie, like it was kind of embarrassing to see the Cardinals lose the way they lost to the Nationals. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was. A- but they had a great season. They maintained where they were. Mm-hmm. I know our first episode at All Star break, you were like, I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing because they were only like two games over five hundred at the time, and I'm like. I don't know how this team's over 500. Yeah, but they don't I think that's much. why he deserves to win. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. They um, made something out of nothing. In the AL, I obviously was pushing for Boone, but I could completely understand why Rocco, Be- Rocco Baldelli was the guy. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I like Rocco. I picked twins, Rocco Baldelli in our award show. You did, yeah. The, yeah. the Twins had an incredible year. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously... I, I'm surp- uh, I'm yeah, honestly he's... surprised they got swept. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I was surprised expecting they got a swept. really good series. Remember, like in the summer, there was that series with the Twins and Yankees. Oh my god! Unbelievable. One of the best series. That was insane. So many runs were scored. That one game when mm. when Hicks made the catch. Um, one of the coolest games I've ever watched. That was crazy. But no, I could I completely see why Rocco Daly won. Twins had a great year. Um, but it was Aaron Boone and. And uh, um, manager of the race, which is Kevin, Kevin Cash. Kevin yes, Cash. he had a great resume too this year. Mm-hmm. So, all all three, all three deserve to win. Yes, yes. Um, Carlos, uh, it's Belton, time. That's manager of the year. 
Yeah, no. 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 If he still has a job. It's time. Will's about to pop off. Transition. (laughs) Because, like, here's the deal. I know I'm very biased when it comes to the Astros because – before we get into this, I just want to say I was gonna. I, this is my main point in this whole argument. Yes. I obviously what the Astros are doing are wrong. Well, what they did was wrong. But I just feel like the only people blowing this out of proportion are Yankee fans. Change my mind. Okay, but Bold. I will change your mind because oh. I don't understand why it, it needs to just be like, oh yeah, they did it. It's whatever type thing. You can't go back and change it. I. You can't go back and change what happened. You can't go back and take away a World Series. You can't mm-hmm. go back and suspend players for it. But just because they're the first team, obviously other teams are definitely doing yes. something. But do do they do it to the extent but, that the Astros did it? I know. We don't know. We don't know. But we don't know for sure that other teams are doing it. We know for an absolute fact that the Astros cheated. And they cheated pretty bad, too. Like, that's really bad. And yeah. there's multiple videos of them doing it throughout 2017. Multiple videos of them doing during 2017. Bang. But, but, but there's a video I saw of it happening. George Springer hit a home run. Mm-hmm. It was against the Mets, and it was off of Chris Flexen. And I'm like, yeah. listen, anyone can hit a yeah, home run. Yeah, you don't need to steal signs for that one. You don't need to steal signs for that one. But anyway. Uh, listen. Will showed me this great meme where it's like Carl's career putting his like, yeah, hand Carl's, to his yeah. ear. And it's like when you can hear the sign, the banging. <laughs> yeah, but in 2017, I'm not going to read all the splits. I can read some of them, but like some of the obvious ones, Altuve batted 472 at home in 2017 and oh, one and 143 away. Brian McCann batted 300 at home. How does and, that happen? And I know, <laughs> cheating and 037 away. Like there were four other players, like Correa, uh, Gaddis. Yuli Yuli's wasn't uh, Yuli just Yuli had a wasn't great that poster. bad. He, his and like, wasn't that granted, it's not like these players suck and they're performing. They're really, really, really good players, and you got to win away anyways. You, mm-hmm. They weren't home obviously the whole series or the whole postseason. It's just this can't be taken lightly. And I'm not saying that as a Yankee fan, as a baseball fan, this can't be taken lightly because if MLB is just going <laughs> to slap. Everyone's uh, going to do it. I know. I know. If yeah. MLB treats this as a thing that, like, oh, they can't fix, and they just fine them a couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe take a draft pick away. If but, they, I, they have to do something significant well, here to set the precedent of what they're going to do when well, other. And I'm trying to figure out what, is, what could you do? Because fines wouldn't. If I'm, man, if I'm doing this, fines wouldn't scare me. A draft figure too that would kind of you you ha- do. I don't know what the punishment should be here, but could th- it? This would go for any team. I know this isn't because I'm a Yankee fan and I want to see the Astros suffer. Heated. This literally is because I love the sport of baseball, and if all these teams are possibly doing this, you have to treat this one as very very significant and set the precedent for what you're gonna do. When other teams come out about, it. I have a, That's bo- why I have you a bold have to statement. Launch a full investigation. Yes. Oh, you have which, to, which they're doing. They have to like launch a full investigation on this. Like you have yeah. to get everyone from that roster and just nail them down. I just saw well, that they know. Ben Rosenthal tweeted that they've started interviewing players, including Mike Fires. Well, good. good. Yeah. That's how it has to be. You have to, if you want to nip this in the butt, you do this stuff now. Mm-hmm. You come to the conclusion, which, if this turns out to be a lot more significant, could it be bold enough to punish those by banning them? Is that 
If they could find someone. Here's the thing. Here's what I think could happen. Let's say they do more interviews and shit hits the fan even more. I can see people from the front office being fired. Yep. Mm -hmm. I could see a possible suspension for AJ Hinch. That's a lot longer than we think. Yep. Because you got to know he's involved in some way. Mm -hmm. I think. For sure. Could you punish the players involved, like, that are. Well, it depends. On it? it depends on who was involved the most. You know, if someone was a ringleader in all this, of course they're going to get hit with something. I'm not sure so much about a suspension, but a very hefty fine. Mm-hmm. So, did you guys? So, <coughs> excuse me. Kem sent me this this morning, and he was like, "Well, I saw it on Instagram. I don't know how true it is." He sent me this this morning, and then I I try to look it up. Trevor Plouffe tweeted about it. Plouffe. Uh, um. Because obviously. I liked his argument here. It was proven they did it during the regular season when the crowd wasn't that loud. You can't tell me that they just decided not to do it when the games mattered in the postseason. Oh, you'd think they would do it more. I know. <laughs> you. One would want to believe you would cheat when the games mattered the most mm-hmm. rather than just cheat during a regular season game. See, you know what's funny? I'm surprised this is all coming to fruition two years later because if you're a visiting player and you just hear banging all the time, during your three or four games in that ballpark. I know. Do, would you not raise questions Very about interesting. That? Yeah. I, I don't know. if I know if I was out on the field and I hear all this stuff coming up every half inning, like, I'd be very on edge. I'd be like, something's yeah. not right. So but I'm surprised this is all coming up. Speaking of, though, this is – maybe they were doing the trash can and this. Maybe they tried to mix it up so it wasn't that obvious. But Trevor Pluse said, according to Carson Smith, and now confirmed by my source – the Astros had someone watching a live feed and then relaying the pitch calls via earpiece to the bullpen catcher. Mm. Hands up on the fence was a fastball. Hands down was off speed. Can you see that? I Can you even can, as Look, hitter, listen, can I, I know. See that? I know it sounds crazy. And he said, allegedly, and in parentheses, I think I'm supposed to say that. I don't have the footage in front of me, but apparently you can see the Astros hitters looking toward right center before the pitch is thrown, wherever their bullpen is. And then look, Springer, I mean, he is looking at right field here. It it's something to think about because It's something to think about, but at the same time, I personally that's very hard for me to get behind just because like I get, you know, Trevor Plouffe, baseball player, blah blah blah. I feel like you're kind of not grasping at straws, but like there's something there, but I just don't feel like it's that valid if that makes sense. Right. And I know and it because if you catch guys looking to right center instead of looking at a third right, coach, for example. And it's it's extremely hard to prove. And he said that. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get video of the bullpen catcher doing this. No. Even but, like, uh, they have to completely – they have to try to investigate. They have to interview players to see if that was actually happening. And they have to tell the truth. Like, obviously that goes with any interview. I don't know why I said that. But, like, I this is very, very interesting. And I'm – really interested to see what MLB is going to do. It's also, this is just so hard to prove. You know, this is, a, it is, this seems like there's going to be like a lot of, he says, you know, he says, he says, you know, right. he said this, I said but, that. And I don't know why Mike, Fi- Kem said Mike fires got to go into a witness protection program. I mean, who said that? My, my, my best friend from home, but, <laughs> but like Mike fires is leaking all this information that they were doing this. Do you think this is amplified Yikes, because man. they're the, the world series winner? Do you think this would be as big of a deal if this was like the Dodgers? You know, they didn't win the World Series. They didn't just lose in the World Series this year. It's just as... Well, if the, if the losing team, you would still... If would the losing team lost and it was they were cheating and they still lost, 
It would be like, huh, you suck That's that much, tragic. you cheated, and you still it lost. That would be a Dodgers thing, thing to do. That would still be a Dodgers thing. <laughs> but, and I saw this too. Alex Cora, and I'm going to get into Carlos Beltran too. Yeah, I've yeah. heard their name. Alex Cora names. and Carlos Beltran have been brought up a lot as like the ring top leaders. guys, yeah. ring leaders for doing this. And Alex Cora in 2017 was the bench coach of the Astros. Mm-hmm. Carlos Beltran, the vet on the Astros. It was his final season. Final season mm-hmm. orchestrating this. Alex Cora goes to the Red Sox in 2018. Now, everyone, if this comes out, the like spreads. it did, but everyone's now going to see the Red Sox like, hey, they won the World Series in 2018, the first year that Alex Cora was there. Could they be doing something like this? It possi- probably didn't happen. I'll well, be honest. They probably didn't cheat. Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to forever now question it. Question mm. it. Same thing. That's why I think the Mets got to fire Carlos Beltran. If more comes out against Beltran, the Mets have to save face and fire him. But as being a Mets fan for 21 years of my life, I already know Beltron is going to stay because the Mets are stubborn. Do you know what I saw? I'm curious. I saw this on that toss though. They were asking Brody about it, and he said, right now, I don't really see this as a Mets problem, which, which I, I mean, kind of agree with. But it's, but it's not. It's but, not a Mets No, but problem. that's not the thing, though. It's going to be a Mets problem if they keep him, and then the Mets start doing well, yeah. and you're like, is he well, cheating? But here's the, here's, the thing. Wait, no, you go, Peter. So go. The, but the main thing about it is, and this is mostly just shitting on Brody, mm-hmm. is they asked him, he's like, he said, I haven't really looked into it. I haven't really read it. I'm like... Bro, you're just your newly hired manager is being accused of being the ringleader of this crazy cheating scandal yeah. in the World Series, and but you have not looked into this at all. Coming, here, you, go, you go. Here's the thing to kind of play off your point: like, it's gonna really tick me off, like, if people think the Mets are doing shit now just because they won 87 games, they had a nice know, season, they have a nice core, and if the Mets do better, I'm gonna get pissed. Hear me out. Hear me out. Cheating. As coming. As being a Patriots fan, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Like Obviously, the Patriots those. years ago confirmed Against the Colts in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, that still hurts. Confirmed, yeah. Listen, listen. It's because of that that they got up, possibly thinking, think about getting rid of Cora. Definitely think about getting rid of Beltron before shit even starts mm-hmm. with the Mets. Because as all I hear, because it was years ago they cheated. All I hear. Being a Patriots fan, oh, the Patriots are cheaters. If if they keep Beltron, if they keep Cora, you're going to hear it as a Mets fan, oh, are they cheating? And you're going to hear it as a Red Sox fan, you guys possibly cheated. There was a team you're going to hear it for, for a long Here's time. Here's the thing. The only way the Mets get labeled as cheaters is if they actually do win. But as a Mets fan, I just know, <laughs> I know. some dramatic collapse is going to happen. Obviously, Heartbreak. if this is all coming out, he's not going to continue to cheat. And they're not going to cheat. Hmm. Hey, man. No, it's all good. <laughs> I'll talk to you in a sec, Ryan. We're, we're almost done. We're almost done. I saw your text. I'll talk to you in a sec. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just because I know what it feels like to have somebody tell me all the time your team cheats. Oh, yeah, your, your team's winning. You guys are cheating. That's going to happen with the Red Sox. Yeah. 100% that's going to happen the Red Sox. If the Mets don't want that to happen, they got to fire Beltron. 100%. If there's ever a team to cheat and still lose, it's the Mets. It would be the Mets. The Mets would find The Mets would make it obvious that they cheat. The Mets would just somehow screw it up. They would cheat and it's like they'd mess it up. They like mix up like the call like then banging. They like think it's like oh, it's off speed. Oh, 
It'd be such a disaster. It's nuts or a disaster, but I mean that is what it is. I think that you know, obviously we obviously covered it a lot. None of this stuff should be taken lightly. There's still a lot more that we have to figure out in regards to. This will happen all through all the off season. This is gonna go on for a while. They should definitely take their time with it, though. Oh, absolutely! This is a very serious allegation. What are you watching? Luke? What are you watching yeah. right now? Kem just sent me, um, because you know John Boy. Kem sent me a tweet of John Boy. John Boy was one of the first people to post about the actual video of the banging. Mm-hmm. He did a great job analyzing it. Um, the Yankees, because in John Boy's video, he mentioned how the Yankees said they heard really weird whistling. I don't know if you saw that or not. I Yeah, I, I then, watched John Boy's video. And then video, AJ yeah. Hinch was like, man, if it only took that to take off the Yankees, I would have done that since spring training. But the video that I just watched, it's pretty pretty obvious. Like That doesn't sound like a human whistling. That would be impressive if... Um... And it's an off-speed pitch, which... According to all of the other, like the banging videos and the the tweets that I saw, they would only do something if it wasn't a fastball. So that abnormal, like it could just be a person whistling. Mm-hmm. I did recognize that the whistling is kind of weird. I remember hearing that, mm-hmm. but it's you know what I'm saying. Like I understand what you're saying, but yeah. that's what's going to happen now. Like the Astros for sure, the Red Sox probably, the Mets. Got it. Fire Beltron for it to not. I happen. don't. I don't think it's a must. But now, now, if more comes out against him, yeah, I think yes. at this stage it's in not the game, a they're, they're right going to be under a microscope a now, and they're going to. Could, but yeah. here's the thing: we, do, every other team, could be doing this. We do not. Right, know. I know, but and I, I understand that, but you can't just say that and be like, it's not that big of a deal because every team is no, doing it. It is. It is a big right. deal. Cheating is obviously a big allegation. Right, right, right. But like, do you get what I'm saying? Like. I don't people are well if every team's doing it then it's whatever but it's not whatever be, because it's not proven that every team is doing it you have to treat this really really significant and set the president MLB right now has to set what they're going to do if other teams cheat right now like this is their opportunity to hit really really hard like you see NFL doing it the guy in the beginning of the season I didn't even think it was a bad hit he went head to head they banned him for the whole season mm. They were like, we're not going to deal with that this season. If you're going to hit a guy in the head, you're going to get banned. I mean, at, the NFL is also Garrett. a mess right. to begin it, with. It is a mess. But I don't want to go down do, that Do you get what I'm saying, yeah. though? Mm-hmm. If you if you want to establish something, you, it's gonna. they it's have like, to make it more significant It's like the thing with the is. Black Sox. Those guys, they gambled. They've been banned for life. Yeah. You know? Pete Rose banned from the exactly. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the top worst things you could do in baseball is gamble. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's because of what they did in the Black Sox and punished them like – so the worst thing you could do to them. And, you know, kind of to not necessarily wrap things up, but another different point on this, because we have been on this for a while. Yeah. But a different aspect of this, that technology for baseball is so new in comparison to other sports. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not surprising to see this stuff come out. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I think other teams I mean, are the Red Sox advantage. were the first team with the Apple Watches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. And that's just because technology is so new in baseball now in comparison to other sports. So, And also one last point I want to make on this. It's much different when you're on second base, you're a runner on second base, and you're picking up signs. Yeah, Joe Torre said that's fine. That's that's how the game's always been. Yeah, I know, yeah. Let's, let's totally talk about fine. that for a sec. Where's as the a, line? As a player, 
if you're not using tech, if you're standing on second base and the catcher has his legs wide open, or if and you're, you're using it, your own eyes to see a yes, sign, or, you or pick if you're up a pattern, pitches. that's that's not. Or tip, if you're tipping pitches, tipping yes, pitches, that's, mm-hmm. but yes. that's still a lesser. I, that's I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to that rabbit hole. I'm not because like obviously the whole glass now thing was obvious. That yes. was obvious. Yes, but he's just doing that to himself. That was the other thing. You Darvish. I, I got to bring this up real quick because I wanted <laughs> to mention this because I was I was doing research in class when I was really 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 bored. Um, you Darvish. Very interesting take on this. He was like, I don't know if I want to hear. I don't know if I want to believe that the Astros cheated against me because that I, for him, it's like I pitched really bad. Mm-hmm. But now that they, he knows that they possibly cheated against him, it's like, it's making him look well, bad as a pitcher. Did I, no, it makes it, I would, if you were in this position, would you rather know that you did bad or know that you could have done better, but a team cheated against you? Ish. You know, it's tough. That's tough. It's very tough. But wow. I was gonna. Oh yeah, like the whole tipping pitches thing. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm a first base coach and the catcher, because it, if you're an experienced catcher, you're, you're closing your legs. Yes. To, mm-hmm. So if you if your legs are wide open, you can see the signs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna relay what's going on. Yeah. You know, like we we literally used to do that. If I knew what sign was happening, or if I if I picked up a third base coach sign, I would say, or like the the um. He'd be like, "Hey, this means or the, this the coach giving yeah. the pitcher signs. If yeah. I pick that up, I'd you're, say, you're hey, gonna relay it. Yeah, I'll you relay it, and I'll say, hey, man, let's go.' Or I'd say something to the batter, like cheering him on, per se. But I'd tell him, "Hey, if I say this, then it's a curveball. If I say this, then it's a fastball. You know." But yeah. that's completely different than having a camera, camera focused on that. That's also really screwed up when you think about it. It is, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I got really heated. Yeah, you okay. got <laughs> you got so wow. tight. That could be the most heated I've ever gotten on a podcast before. Definitely, dude. You looked like a microwave at some couple points. I know. Hot. I know, man. I heard the popcorn popping. I, I, I had. I to. went to go run to get and the chicken nuggets. <laughs> and I forgot the chicken, them. <laughs> the forgotten chicken nuggets. So, Peter, how how do you enjoy it? How do you enjoy your? This is actually podcast? A, this is a lot of fun. It made me like it reminded me just how much I love just sitting down and talking baseball. Like you literally could just talk forever. Oh yeah. It's so it's fun. It really is good. It's a lot of fun. So that about does it for this episode, unless you have any other gripes, Will. Gripes. No, that's it. That's everything I want to talk about. That was, a, that was a long podcast. That was very long. Worth it, though. We had a lot of good stuff. Probably drop an episode some point next week on whatever the heck we want to talk about. Yep. So well, I, I mean, I'm assuming by next week <laughs> well, we'll have more. Next something weekend, else will have happened. Next, well, something else will happen. So we'll do an episode next week, but also next weekend. My buddy Shane is coming out. Oh, I really want to do an episode on the Orioles with him because he's a big <laughs> Orioles fan. Okay. Who's going to want to listen to that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just got roasted by Peter Hingle. Wow. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, so yeah. We'll, by next week, we'll definitely we'll know. Have some stuff. We'll, we'll know some more stuff. about the Astros next week. I'm so curious to see what's, how this is going to turn out. Me too. I really I need to know. The endless saga. I, I just I want to clear up. I'm not mad at all. Like, the Astros are a really, really good team. None of my gripes that I have right now is, oh, yeah, the Yankees could have won the... I promise you, none of what I feel towards the Astros right now is me thinking the Yankees should have won the World Series by any means. And I I promise you that. But, yeah. I believe you will. Okay. We have a happy hour to get to. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. All (laughs) All right. right. Talk to you guys in the next one. Later.